Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing 1,000 Stars, the Thai the BL Drama Series, Episode 9. And I do apologize, the last episode of this podcast had really bad audio, and I honestly don't have a clue why. So there you go. But hopefully this episode is a lot clearer in audio. I'm hoping. We, we can only hope. But anyway, thank goodness that's all we need. But episode 9 of Thousand Stars. Okay, peeps, this came out last week. And as those of you who have listened to the podcast, why I haven't yet reviewed episode 9 of Thousand Stars, no, I didn't watch it till th- today. Because I watched the end of this last week and threw up my hands and said, darn you, GMMTV. Actually, I said something worse than that in my mind, but you can all guess what I was thinking. And anyway, it really ends rather depressingly with like thwarted relationships and go live your life by doing what everyone else in the world wants you to do, which is really tiring and exhausting. So... I decided to wait until this week to watch the final episode ending and see if by cracking, maybe they got it right and it didn't end in like this, you know, thwarted life ending. And I have to say, after all is said and done, GMM TV pulled this up. And I have to say, overall, I have to give this series a much higher rating than I was going to give this series. It's kind of like Tan Han Chanlati. It's like the last three or four episodes were um, really good, and the rest of it kind of was nadir quality. Well, in the same way, Thousand Stars, I love the pilot episode, but the middle episodes, I really like the kids and the villagers, but like the cringe factor really got to honor major in this one no offense i'm sorry i mean looking at each other across a crowded room doesn't really i i don't know it's just weird i mean yeah but anyway so episode nine in this episode tian and poofa end up in the hospital because um Pufa took the bullet for Tian when they were going up against the people who were stealing um, pelts of endangered species, apparently. And Pufa took the bullet and lost a lot of blood, ended up in the hospital and in basically the kind of private ICU room because he cannot see visitors. Um, Dr. Nan goes and sees Tian, who he has also put in the hospital because of the heart condition, and Tian hurt his arm during that whole fiasco. Um, Dr. Nan basically apologizes to Tian for telling Pufa about Torfun and Tian's relationship with her because of his heart. And Tian says, you know what? In order to apologize, there's one thing you could do. And so Dr. Nan lets Tian go and set with Chief, our Pufa. And basically Tian says, um, Tian thinks Pufa's asleep. And he basically says, you know, I'm sorry that I put you in a situation that you had to risk your life for me. And you almost ended up dead because I never meant to do that to you because I do care about you. And he then basically leaves the room and 
Pufa is awake and fully cognizant when Tian was giving his little ramble and realizes that Tian kind of feels about him the same way that he feels about Tian. It's at this point that Tian's dad shows up and Tian finds out that his dad knew all along that Tian was at the village and also had asked Pufa to take care of Tian. Now, this makes Tian very, very angry. He gets very, very mad. And, you know, I can kind of get his point on one level, but I also think that there's a little bit of... Tian's still extremely young and a little bit... How would I say this? Hmm, what's the word? I can't think of the word naive in that he thinks that chief did everything that he did for him because his dad told him to and this makes him very angry and he tends to react now pufa did take care of tian because tian's dad told him to but would he have taken care of tian to the level that he took care of tian if he didn't care about him and no i really don't think that's the case and so this leads to some friction between the two of them that gets um basically into kind of a back and forth banter. Tian doesn't want to talk to him on the way home. Um, poor Poof is sitting there going, what's going on? Because he can't quite figure it out, and Tian won't tell him what's going on. He says, do you have something to tell me, Poof? And Poof is like, you know, I'm really not sure what's going on with Tian right now. Maybe it's, you know... I don't know, he woke up on the bad side of the bed, uh, didn't have his coffee this morning. I mean, poor Poof is sitting there in the truck going, I don't know what's going on. I thought we were doing fine, and now we're not doing fine. Also, when Poofa and Tian were at the hospital, they had this brief bit of time outside when um, Poofa was getting some air, and he basically tells Tian that he thought he was probably going to die when that shot hit him. And he said, you know, I didn't really think about anything that bad that has happened in my life. I thought about, you know, the village. I thought about the people I care about. And yeah, Tian, I thought about you. Anyway, Tian gets back to his house and he has basically a all-out confrontation with Pufa where he says that Pufa took care of him because his dad paid him off. He wanted to get a big promotion, etc. And he basically will stay there forever just to make Pufa pay for by having to take care of him forever. And Pufa doesn't know how to deal with this. Pufa's like, you know, I don't handle confrontation well. I'm not really good with this. And I really don't want to tell Tian that I care about him because that's going to make him a lot harder to leave when he does have to leave because his family wants him to go back to Bangkok. So in the end, Pufa decides to do the I will make him dislike me utterly so that he will think I'm a horrible person and go back to Bangkok. And I would like to say that most people wouldn't try this, but I think, you know, it often happens this way. I think it's a very visceral fallback that if you know that someone could possibly be hindered by you, you're going to seem a little less likable simply because you know that if you didn't, they might stay around. And so, anyway, Pufa decides to go with that tack and basically say, yeah, I was trying to get a promotion, and yeah, everything you think is true. And at the end of the day, Dr. Nan ends up coming to a New Year's party that is put on by the village for um, 
Tien to say goodbye because his family wanted him to come back home for New Year's, and so Pufa arranged for him to leave on round New Year's. And at this party, Dr. Nan comes, and he says, Tien, aren't you going to ask about um, Pufa? And he says, no, why would I ask about Pufa? I'm, I'm, I'm mad at Pufa. Da, 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 da. And Dr. Nan says, well, Pufa's not eating. Pufa is not doing good at all. And Pufa is just really quite broken up that you're leaving. He said, he's really not doing okay, Tien. And you know what? I can't really fix this because it's not a medical condition. It's he doesn't want you to go, but he doesn't want to tell you he doesn't want you to go. And therefore, he is a miserable human being right now. So why don't you go talk to Pufa, Tien? You can maybe work this out a little bit better than you two currently are. It's at this point that Tien does go to talk to Pufa. And again, this is one of the reasons that Anna does like is because when you do have a problem or a conflict arise, people actually go and handle it in a mature and well-behaved manner, typically in the BLs that I like. Whereas in most rom-coms, it usually breaks down to people yelling, throwing their hands up in the air, walking off, and then coming back with maybe roses or chocolate or something and that fixes it all. And I'm like, no, it doesn't fix it. It's you still got the problem and you didn't talk things out. But I'm sorry, moving back, retracting myself off the soapbox of why Anna has trouble with a lot of rom-coms. Okay, so Tien decides to go see Pufa. And Pufa is basically just lying about his house and really having a hard time functioning. And, you know, I'd like to say, oh, he's a grown person. He shouldn't have trouble. But, you know, if you sit there and think about it from a storyline perspective, Pufa has lost Torfin. He lost, before Torfin, he lost his dad. He then saw his mother have to suffer because his dad died it brutally because he was killed by basically poachers in the forest. And he doesn't want that for people. The reason that Pufa is alone is because he actually in this episode has a conversation with Torfin where he's like, you know, Torfin, I know you like me, but I don't want to put anyone at risk for losing someone they love. And if you ended up with me, I would be putting you at risk for losing someone that you love. And that would not be an easy thing to do because I saw my mother have to go through that every single day after my dad died. And so Pufa, he's he's had a lot happen to him. And so he's trying to deal with the fact that, you know, he's lost his dad, he lost his mom, he lost Torfin, he then found Tien, and then now he's getting ready to lose Tien. Now, the thing that is a little difficult for Anna about this is Pufa is a very smart person, I mean, as a character. And if he knew that it wasn't going to work out between him and Tien, I really don't see why he basically let his guard down with Tien and also let Tien let his guard down. But, you know, sometimes people do things when they're not thinking about how it might play out that is different than if they were thinking about how it might play out. And I think this is one of those situations. But anyway... Tien comes over and he says, Chief, you know, you could have just asked me nicely to leave instead of saying all those hurtful words that made me say hurtful words. And then, you know, we had this big fight. He said, I really just wanted to know what 
you think about us. Okay, let's forget the fact that I need to go back to Bangkok to make my parents happy and to finish my degree and, you know, live my life in society as a way that seems acceptable by popular opinion. I want to know, though, what do you think between us two? What is going on here? And so it's at this point that she says, no, I don't think we need to talk about what's going on between us, Tian, because you need to go back home. You need to go live your life and you need to go live it well. And you don't need to be hindered by ending up in a backwater like this because you don't want to leave me. He said, and really, if you knew how I felt about you, it wouldn't make things easier. So it's best if we don't talk about how I feel about you or how you feel about me. I don't, again, this is why Anna does like BLs because like, yeah, there might be a conflict. There might be something that arises, but we're going to talk about it in a rational manner. And yeah, some people might say, well, that's uber depressing. But I think Fufa has a very valid point. If you can't make it better by discussing the topic, then there's really no point in bringing up, yeah, I care about Tian a lot or yeah, I care about Fufa a lot because it's not going to work out according to you guys and your set minds so why discuss it and so anyway at the end of the day Tian decides to go to Pundao Cliff and try to count a thousand stars and he basically breaks down throughout this whole process because he realizes that he really does want to stay and it's not just because of Pufets because he's fallen in love with the village itself with the people with the kids he's found a place where he belongs in a way that he's never found a place to belong before and he gets to about 900 and some odd stars and he's just having a really hard time not just weeping about things because his life is kind of falling apart in his opinion and it's at this point that Pufa shows up and goes, Tian, you don't need to count a thousand stars. You don't need to spend your life feeling guilty about Torfin's death. You need to quit trying to live your life for someone else and their opinions, and you need to start living your life for what you want to do in your life. There's no more need for you to do any of this to try to make amends for Torfin, to try to make peace with things. It's not something that you need to feel guilty about anymore. And he then sits down with Tian and says, you know, I was going to take Torfin here on New Year's, but, you know, she didn't make it, but her heart did. And it's at this point that Pufa gives Tian a ring that was his mother's that was called Pufa's heart, which I think is kind of ironic and a little bit nice because Tian does have Torfin's heart, which was Pufa's, and now he has Pufa's heart's ring, which is kind of cool. But anyway, at the end of this episode, they are both sitting there on the cliff's edge and basically talking about how this just won't work out, but they do like each other, and they always will. And that's where this scene cuts. Uber depressing, and guys, just telling him, I'm so glad I waited until episode 10 to give a review of this, because if I had given my review last week, it would have been a lot more... Um, interesting let's just put it that way but anyway i would give this episode probably a seven out of ten mainly because anna really doesn't like conflict in any arena whether we're talking about actual life or whether we're talking about film productions i just don't like it when people have to spend their life in conflict if they can be at peace i do like how at the end of the day though the two main characters 
resolved things to the point that they could sit down together and talk without all the misunderstandings surrounding their relationship and how they sat there and went, you know, yeah, I might care about this person, but I'm not going to make their life difficult or hard. I think that the thing, though, is, is I think in oftentimes in relationships, it seems, there's a feeling of inequality. There's one person that feels like everything will work out. And there's another person who sits there and goes, if the person knew me at all, they would totally know this is not going to work out because I'm flawed. I won't be good enough for their family. I won't be good enough for, you know, whatever. And at the end of the day, it leads to this basically fear in the one party and belief that it will all work out in the other that is very unbalanced. And I think it's kind of like when someone says, you know, what was the quote? Um, I will try to say this without making it a tongue twister, but it's really hard for Anna to get this one way. But basically people could say, you know, that one person thinks, well, this person could be with anyone in the world but me. And the other person goes, but you're not anyone in the world, and therefore I want to be with you. And so at the end of the day, I think that's kind of the issue with this whole balance is Pufa feels like if he did end up with Tien, Tien would end up regretting his life because he decided to live in the remote area of Thailand instead of going and doing something, you know, considered prestigious in Bangkok. And so that's kind of what this whole episode is about, that balance of how do you handle that? And at the end of the day, not having it really resolved except to say, Tian's going to go do what his family wants him to do, which may or may not be the best thing. You know, there you go. But that is my review of Thousand Stars, Episode 9. I do want to add a little addendum here because it kind of reminds me of in We Best Love, Episode 5, which just came out today, peeps. I'm just telling you, it's absolutely splendiferous. If you haven't seen it, stop everything. Go get VIP subscription to Tencent Video WeTV and go watch the wonderfully amazing thing. That's all I'm saying. But there is a scene between Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui's dad. And Zhao Shui's dad is saying, you'll never be a part of my family because your family's all terribly low. And even if you do have many properties in America, it, or Migu, it, it doesn't matter. And so anyway, at the end of the day, though, after the dad rants for a little bit, Gao Shidi looks at him and goes, you know what? If you don't want me in your family, that's fine. Because Zhao Shui and I will be in my family. And my mom and my stepdad are enthusiastically excited that Zhao Shui is going to actually be in their family. And, you know, I loved this little brief moment in this production because it really does encapsulate a huge overarching problem, I think, in society throughout the ages where if the families do find out that people are going to be together. Oftentimes they are hostile toward one another. They're sitting there telling the couple, you can't be together. Da, 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 da. Now, sometimes I will say there are some very, very valid reasons to bring up before someone would get married. Just say, you know, you might want to think about X, but not necessarily for most of these, because, you know, most of the times I have seen this play out in my life, time that I have seen this happen, it's usually not over things that are, you know, serious matters. It's over, they just 
don't like the way that maybe someone puts their coat on a rack. I'm just using it as a random, non-specific example. Or, you know, any number of things. But at the end of the day, I really did like this little clip in We Best Love where Gashi's like, you know what? If you don't want me in your family, that's okay. I'll have Zashui be a part of my family because you're going to lose him if you don't figure this out. And I think in the same way, this little scenes episode, whatever you want to call it, between Tien and Hufa is really kind of about something similar. It's about what Tien's parents expect of him. It's about what Pufa feels his responsibility to the world is in regards to not letting anyone worry about him and the fact that he could die tomorrow because a poacher could pull a trigger. And so, you know, it's this balance of trying to deal with all those oddballs of world, as you might call it. And so with that is my review. Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye. <laughs>